It's like, yeah, that. vape. <laughs> oh, what kind of vape you got? Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Tootie Fruity. The biggest buffest dude Oh, you, sm- yeah. you smoking your own tobacco you rolled? Yeah, man, what are you smoking? The Sour Patch Kids vape. I told you that was one of my favorite things of working at uh, um, Dairy Queen was there's this, I remember one summer, this guy rides up on a Harley and he pulls up and he's just like the super buff. He's got like shirtless, you know, t-shirt on, just ripped, huge muscles. He yeah. comes up, he's like, yeah, hi, can I get like an itty bitty kid comb with a little itty bitty sprinklies? <laughs> hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling I'd Rather Wear a Shirt Made Out of Sandpaper. Hmm, okay, all right, great. So starting off to a positive start, uh, welcome back to the show. This is Not Good, and welcome back, Clark Wilson. Hello. And Brett Saxon. Thank you. Hey, gentlemen. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for coming out to another program, another program, as we call it. And uh, yeah, what a week it's been. We'll start off with uh, checking in. Big thing, I don't know if I talked about this on the pod like a couple weeks ago, but the front part of my car fell off when I was driving. Oh, wow. Did like I talk about that? Or? No, it was like the undercarriage. Oh, yeah. The you told me about that not on podcast, so just that chintzy little thing underneath. Right. Yeah, just plastic. It came off and it was just like scraping. And around town, I was just driving around town. It's just just constant. And I was like, that's got to be coming from something else. Um, but it wasn't, it was, it was for me. <laughs> and so it took me a long time. And then I just kind of, I, I basically figured out a way to take one of the bolts that was already on there and kind of, um, you put bubble gum. Yeah. I gubble, I bubble gummed it up to the top <laughs> and, uh, and I, I just kind of really quickly did a quick repair of it. Not really just kind of bolted and hand it tightened it. Yeah. Hand tightened it, but it wasn't, I mean, honestly, I didn't even like put it in the right spot. It was, it was just to hold it up off the ground. So it wasn't scraping the ground and then your car exploded and then it exploded yeah <laughs> so it, it all worked out but i drove um i drove that for a while and i knew i had to get that fixed but i just kept putting it off and then i finally today was driving back and then it it came off again and so it was just scraping along the side again just this constant people looking at me as i'm driving yeah um and then uh went to the uh, valvoline place and i always i felt bad that i did such a makeshift job of it before and i just kind of bolted it up but when i took it in it was just a bunch of kids working and they they just zip tied it uh, <laughs> and they're like this should be fine you can just buy a forty dollars yeah. yeah, eighty dollars no they're kind of expensive uh, zip ties no the the thing that you're having an issue with oh yeah the thing that like plate. covers your undercarriage yeah, yeah. I think it's a My dad had to buy one for his F-150 and and it's just like a piece of like almost like recycled cork board or something right. is what it's like made out of and yeah. it's like $150. Oh, well this one they were like uh you know, they didn't make it Yeah, yours is probably smaller cuz yeah. you have a Mitsubishi. Totally. Yep. Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift, that's the car of the movie. <laughs> just saying. You know, no brag. But just have to brag. <laughs> Uh, what about you guys? What's uh, what did you guys? I got to? awful news this week. Ooh. Yeah, after twenty plus seasons, the goat, the greatest of all time, is finally calling it a day. <laughs> John Goodman, Doctor Phil. 
Ooh. R.I.P. You were supposed to say Tom Brady. That was the joke. <laughs> well, I know I'm known for my sports knowledge. <laughs> you had to have known Tom Brady announced he was retiring. I don't follow baseball. Okay. Get out of here. Sing. Uh, but yeah, what did you guys get into this week? Anything exciting? We tried to order uh, some Pizza Hut melts. <laughs> is that a new product? Yeah. What yeah, is... they show ads for it constantly during football. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah. why I haven't seen it. And we fell to the subliminal. It's not even subliminal. It's <laughs> yeah, it's overt. It's, yeah, overt. it's just like, it's in your face. It's a Pizza Hut melt. What is it? Like a calzone? It's like a calzone, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It sounds good. And so what? Uh, so you guys ordered that? and then... Well, it's a, it was a double whammy. They were... Yeah. Or no, we, it was just a single whammy. <laughs> no whammies, no whammies. I was trying to Stop. figure out what the double whammy, or the second yeah, it was of the a whammies sing, It was were. a single whammy. Yeah. And when you say single whammy, what do you mean? They were sold out. Oh, no. Yeah, how, no. how, do you, how does a Pizza Hut sell out a pizza? That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. There was some, no, there was a double whammy, because there was something else that was sold out. Um, Like, another certain pizza was sold out, because we called. Or like, was the, like, it was the 90s. <laughs> That's amazing. I was going to say, was the double whammy you ran out of gas on the way over to get it? (laughs) Well, that's a bummer. I hate the, yeah, that's, that sucks. But does that just kind of build it up? Well, Brett, you should should mention the experience we had when you called. Yeah, I guess when I first called, because Clark was checking online and on the app and it Mm -hmm. said sold out, sold out. And I'm like, I'm going to call. Yeah, you got to check. You got to check. You got to check. So I called and the lady I talked to said they were, they have them. Okay. Oh, great. They just don't know how to update their app or anything like that. And sure. So we wait a couple hours, and it's the halftime of the football game, and we're like, all right, let's put our order in. We called Pizza Hut back, and the lady who answered, she's like, no melts. We've been out for days. <laughs> oh, no. So the first lady must not have known what I was talking about. There might have been some, like, translation problems maybe with the english to spanish uh i shouldn't have been talking in spanish (laughs) um so yeah so we had to go back to old reliable which is the elk river taco bell brett forgot to mention that i don't think the woman was at pizza hut i think we just called some we got rerouted to some lady's cell phone and she was at her house and and you tell her what you want and she orders it for you online like if you're like you don't know how to order online or something gotcha yeah because it used to just be you called it and you'd be like pizza hut and they would be there because we you got put on hold for a while yeah i've done that before where someone's called my phone on accident as a kid and i've just been like uh yeah yeah we're open we're open late yeah come on in and I, and I regret that now because I know that that's happened to me and yeah. I just don't oh, want to be put in that yeah. situation. And what if they were driving a long distance? Well, uh, when my parents had their landline, like growing up, we used to get calls and it was for the Elk River Liquor Store because their number was like basically the last same, but the last four digits were just flipped. Oh, yeah. And so people would always mistakenly call my parents' cell number mm-hmm. and be like, hello? And they'd be like, how late are you guys open? <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, we're doing 24 hours. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, come on in. You're coming up from Mille Lacs, you know, hours away. Come on in.
Um, all right, we'll go from there. Let's go to some TV, TV reviews of the week. Gentlemen, what have you guys been watching that you're into? Um, I can actually give you a little start with the That 90s Show. So we've been talking oh. about this. We talked about this off mic, but not on mic. And I watched the entire series. I was a huge fan of That 70s Show, so I was stoked for the new one. Um, it is very much centered around the um, grand or the son of or the daughter rather of Eric and Donna of the original cast and oh. and and so it's it's back to kids kids centered you know um, high school level college going off to college and so it is a lot of um, you know I, I'm like oh is there stuff that's relatable but in a way it is because we've all grown up and had similar experiences but the big thing of why I watch is for Red and Kitty which is the grandparents Eric's parents and they're back in every episode, and they're awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. why are they in the basement? Is it like Donna's, like, oh, I got a business trip and drops the daughter off to yeah. stay there? Yep, and and she ends up spending the summer there oh, okay. at uh, the grandparents. And so, yeah, so then the basement becomes <laughs> the hangout again uh, for all the neighbors. They kids. do callbacks, like they found a Fritos bag in, like, the couch cushions or something? Uh, you know, they do a lot of callbacks, but not... You know, not just I thought, like that. I meant like a little Easter egg, like, oh, check this out. And it's something from the from original the show. Oh, something from the original show. Well, they do that with a lot of the 90s stuff. Well, I figured the they'd have like cush balls or something. Yeah. To be like, oh, Blah. look at this thing that just came out. Totally. Um, <laughs> but uh, Red Foreman, it's cool seeing him, you know, acting again um, a lot more. And, you know, one of the big things a lot of people on online have pointed out that uh, um, he's got a cane now. Um, and he does. He looks like a lot older. It looks pretty much wow. the same, but he is kind of moving a little slower. Um, but he's got a cane. They wrote that into the show. Oh. Um, but I think that that's, you know, and I, and I thought that that was a cool move, actually, um, because there's a couple episodes where he doesn't have the cane in the first, like, probably four or five. And he's kind of moving a little slow and he almost looks a little, you know. Do you think that's huh. legit? Or yeah, yeah, I think so. The actor actually is. I think he is. Yeah, because oh, okay. he hasn't acted a ton, but I bet you he just jumped at this and he's like, "Why not?" You know, it's what he knows and loves. Yeah, that's all he can do. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have. <laughs> no, he's awesome. He was uh, the villain in RoboCop. Oh, was, yeah. and Cliffhanger. No, that's John Lithgow. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, how about you guys? What have you guys been watching? What do we want to... I've been digging into a couple things. Ooh. Um, yeah, me too. What do we want to get into first? What we talked about or what we haven't talked about? Maybe what we haven't talked about. I finished Barry. Ah. And... What do you think? Have You're you all, finished yet? Yeah. All cut okay. out. Yep. It gets pretty dark at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I does. also loved the sound effects and just the... The I don't know know what it would be called, just like the phony, and Foley, Foley, Foley. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> um, especially when he's on the motorbike going through the traffic. Yes, oh, that seems awesome. Silent, and it's just like the car windows of what people you hear people playing through. It. It's super dope. Uh, there was this uh, there's this podcast that's called Prestige TV that came out during every episode, and they would uh, interview Bill Hader. Um, and he'd talk about each episode. Oh, wow. And he talked about that, how they shut down that stretch of the freeway. I forget what it is. Um, but I actually made sure to, after I saw that episode, I drove that same stretch coming back from work one day. Oh, wow. Uh, just to kind of get that vibe and that feeling. But it was cool. They fully shut it down. And uh, and then he talked about how they actually, for some of it, they did digitally put in some cars, too. Yeah. But for the most part, that's all practical. And so I thought, wow. that, I thought that was pretty cool. Was he yeah. biking? 
Or no? Uh, no, I think it was. Well, it'll be a stunt. <laughs> yeah, stunt yeah. guy. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, be badass. He's pretty good for coming from like what SNL and like yeah. some, you know fart jokes and right? things like that. He's like. He, he's a good actor. Well, and when he talks too, he has this like huge knowledge of movies and uh, and just like the history of cinema and all that. Like he's re- he's got deep holes that he's putting into his stuff that he's doing now. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, he goes like from art film and like uh, French New Wave and all this stuff. He's pulling from all different kinds. So it's kind of like it's this not what you'd expect. And also yeah. he, you know, he worked on not to put down South Park, but he worked on a lot of stuff that's like you know like you know, a lot of fart jokes yeah. and stuff like that. And then when you see him do this really, you know, smart stuff, it's just kind of, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. He's got all these different layers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do, what, did you like the ending? Do you think there's going to hey, be Hey, come on. I haven't watched it yet. A fourth season. <laughs> Refresh us all. What happened? Yeah. So at the end, who all dies? Um, I can't even remember really what it was. I mean, earmuffs, maybe. Clark. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, I did like the okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think it's not going to be really what we're expecting. Gotcha. At the end, yeah. But there you go. Yeah. I I like that show. I'll give that show. What? <laughs> what <are> you guys? <laughs> Clark was covering his ears. But yeah, I'll give that one a good. I'll give it a you? good. There yeah. All right, from there, let's go to some entertainment news, entertainment news of the week. We'll start with this one just came out an hour ago. Keanu Reeves has apparently been dealing with an alleged stalker since November. Um, and the court, Superior Court, the L.A. Superior Court granted him a temporary restraining order against this unidentified 38-year-old man who's apparently a transient stranger uh, with no so permit. He's trying to kill John Wick. I guess, wow. yeah. Um, and uh, I feel like that that series is going to go on forever too. Do you think this is a publicity stunt for John Wick Four, which is coming soon to theaters? <laughs> yes. You know, I always question that. I look at everything in that lens. Yeah, like this Maya Rudolph Eminem thing. This is like all publicity stunt. Mm, I didn't hear for about the that. Super what Bowl. Was that? Yeah. She's like the spokesperson now. It's no longer the candies. Mm. Why would they do that other than it's just for like a publicity stunt for the Super Bowl? You know, it's funny when you said Eminem, I thought like her and the rapper Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Oh, I'm talking about Eminem candies. <laughs> yeah, Eminems. You mean? Are they I all say plural? Eminems candies? You might have done singular. <laughs> I think it was singular. One Eminem. Just one single Eminem, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the petition for the restraining order, which was uh, recommended by the LAPD to Reeves, noted that Reeves has suffered su- substantial distress since the stalking and harassment began. Um, apparently, the gentleman, uh, this all started last year when the man tried to get into Reeves' home one night, and he returned the next day with a suspicious and alarming backpack that contained a DNA test kit and a note that insisted that the man and Reeves are related. <laughs> so oh, wow. There you go. Wow. That is, uh, that's crazy. You always hear about that. I feel like, uh, yeah, the price of fame that these people, you know what I mean? I've, I've seen it where you see a fan in front of people just kind of clam up and they get that, that look on their face. You know what I mean? Like you just never know. Well, yeah, you were referencing that Chapman or whatever that killed John Lennon. Oh, well that too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can go at such dark levels. It's to the point of obsession that you kill some, kill them. 
Yeah. Well, going from one one fun and lighthearted story to another, <laughs> we'll go. We'll talk about uh, this. Is actually crazy. The uh, Pam Anderson. I did. Uh, we'll talk about the new Pam Anderson documentary later in the show that came out. Is that yes. was a book? Yeah. Does she have um, a book? I think she does. Maybe I'm not sure about the book, but the documentary came out a couple days ago. Um, and, and do you that. think this other story you're going to get to is unrelated or? That's conveniently <laughs> time. Listen, you're drawn connections. I don't know. Uh, but so, you know, a story came out about a week, couple of weeks ago that uh, um, Tim Allen exposed himself to Pam Anderson. On uh-huh. the- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was great timing on her first day of home improvement. Um, and so he did that and apparently said, oh, you know, it's only fair. I've seen you naked. Now you can see me naked. So that's what she says. Wow. Um, but he came out uh, a few days ago and said, you know, oh. that's all he said. That was his. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said that, you know, regarding that incident, um, you know, and a lot of people are saying that it was kind of uh, condescending what he said, but basically said, you know, she was a great coworker. I'll tell you that. Um, she's a fun girl. Everybody loved her, but everybody at ABC is a little disappointed in her memory. Put it that way. And then he added all of us at Disney ABC. Really? He added, she's a good girl. Um, and so a lot of people have, have been kind of attacking. That that. does sound derisive. (laughs) Totally. Well, the issue that people are having is that he's saying that, that this could be a form of public intimidation because he's saying, um, all of us at Disney and ABC as if they're all speaking for him. Like they probably are like, no, Tim Allen might be like, you know, you, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what he was like back then necessarily. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. Didn't he get like arrested for uh, yeah. drugs or something? Yep. Like big, well before home improvement. Well before. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, mug shots, one of the big celebrity mug shots. <laughs> uh, big cokehead, right? Yeah. Big cokehead. Wow. All right, from there, let's go to movies. We were just talking about it. Um, Pam Anderson's new documentary um, on Netflix. So I can tell you, so I saw that, and it's, you know, it's a story we all know. They had the Hulu docuseries or the um, show that Seth Rogen did. The documentary you, or whatever. Right. Did you watch it? I that? did not watch it. How about you, Brett? Did you I didn't see that either, no. Pam and Tommy on Hulu? Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Um, and... So this was, you know, so you already know the story. Um, so there's nothing new there. But what is new is that it's coming from her. And so it's her firsthand account. And she has a good sense of humor about it, mm. even though it is like some pretty heavy stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, I actually thought it was it was kind of interesting hearing it from her perspective. And I could give that a good for sure to check that out. Nice. Okay. It's, uh, it's two hours and it gets a little intense. But she, you know, really shares a lot of her childhood, too. She had a really kind of horrible childhood. So yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Wow. But uh, how about you guys for movies? What have you guys seen? I don't think I've seen any this yeah, week. I haven't really watched TV. Yeah. And sports. Well, listen, that's okay because I've seen enough movies for yeah. You for, talk, you talk <laughs> about everybody. Movies. Um, I saw. We didn't talk about this on mic, but I saw a bunch of movies in the theater, including uh, Babylon, which is the Brad Pitt 
Um, Toby. Did they have that one? What was his name? Michael Gray or whatever song? Babylon. Oh yeah, remember that stupid David Gray. David Gray. Yeah, it stars him. He's it's uh, it's his movie. Um, but yeah, it was really good. And uh, and who else is in Babylon too? There's uh, isn't it uh, the Margot Robbie? Yes, yeah, yeah. she's awesome in it. Um, yeah, because you're saying she's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. great actor, great um, talent. And uh, Toby McGuire's in it too. Yes, no? he's awesome. And his, yeah, he looks like he plays some creepy. dude. He does. He plays kind of a villain, and it's uh, that segment is awesome. Um, Rory Scoville. I don't know if you know that if, segment. You mean the entire hour that he's in it because the movie's like ten hours long. It is. It's over three hours long. That's wow. insane. What do you guys feel about that? That's a long. That's time. dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> That should be your blurb on the on the uh, too on the t- long. Clark Wilson says you can't get dumb. it done That's in it, like 150 minutes max. You got to <laughs> trim some fat there. I agree, and there's a lot they could have lost, but uh, that part was really good. Ro- Rory Scovel's in it, and he's a comedian that I really like, and a good improv comedian. And uh, seeing him on the big screen was really cool. And and he he goes toe to toe with Tobey Maguire, and their scenes are pretty sweet. Um, but I so I can recommend that movie just for that. But otherwise, the rest of it. Um, and you saw this in the theater. I did. Did yeah. you have to pee at all? I did, <laughs> and I was trying to look online because they have websites yeah, devoted like, to that. There's like a website straight up for what time to pee during yeah. a movie. And I think I didn't have good service, so I couldn't find it. So I just sat through the entire oh, wow. movie. You yeah. just peed your pants. I just peed my pants. It gets harder the older we get. It's like <laughs> it does. Oh, man. Yeah, waking up in the middle of the night. Am yeah, I if over- a movie requires you to wear a diaper so you don't miss any time, <laughs> yeah. it's too damn long. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, another movie I saw was um, White Noise, which is on Netflix as oh, well. Oh, Don DeLillo? Uh, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, but that's oh. based yeah, on book. Don yeah, DeLillo's yeah, yeah, yeah. book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, did you read the book? No. I tried to read one of his other books, and it was so boring. Yeah. That White Noise is supposed to be his best book. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm willing to give the book a shot. This was like, uh, yeah, there's parts that are really good. I this heard this another, movie's kind of bad. It's another one that's uh, like over two hours. I'll have to give that and Babylon overall two not gets. Wow. So there you go. Two in a week. Two in a week. All right, from there, let's go to some uh, advice. This is the advice section of the week. If you have any advice, comments, or questions, feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That is notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. And so we'll start with uh, one coming in from from a writer that wants to know, you know, so her stance is no thank you notes, fine. No more gifts then. So recognizing that thank you notes are endangered, meaning not a ton of people are doing it, but she's saying that it doesn't make you feel any better to keep sending unacknowledged gifts. How do you guys feel about the thank you note? When's the last time you've written a thank you note? I send a lot of thank you texts or emails. Does that count? I think in person. I don't. That's like, better. Like, what is the context here? Is like, it better? I mean, what if it's like a state, your states away from something? But that's the thing. I I don't ever recall recently getting like a gift from several states away that required that but i would say if it's several states away then wouldn't it be um and we don't know the context is this like this woman went to like a wedding 
and then never got a thank you note because <laughs> well, of the gift. That's a good. That's or is this like, point. oh, I sent my grandkids Christmas presents and they never sent me a thank you card? Yeah, I think it's just more of a in general like nobody seems to write the thank you note. And I feel like you know to Brett's point, if you're out of state and you you know if you're not a thank you note person calling, I feel like is something a lot of people don't do as much anymore. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, making, yeah. taking yeah, that's the time. Personable more I think, like yeah. a text. I think that's personable. Yeah, definitely text. I think we can all agree that text is, <laughs> oh is the lowest of the low. <laughs> all she wanted was acknowledgement that a gift was, was a received. Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. <laughs> Thanks for the Pepsi. Um, Man, then that's just an endless... I mean, a call is better, yes. I do... You know, I'll even send a thank you note for the thank you card that I got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when does it end? Yeah. When does it end? Back more. Thank you for the thank you card. No, I think we can all agree. Thank you notes suck. I'll give that a not good. Yeah. No, no. If you were getting married and you got... It, I think yeah. if you got married and you received gifts, you should send thank you cards. That's a great point. Yeah. Yes. That's the most appropriate that's time. like definitely the one time where i would expect a thank you card is if i gave a gift at a wedding yeah yep i'll give you that listen i'll give you that um next one wrote in uh, wants to know so this is a parent that feels like uh the, her feels like a puppet to uh her son that cancels plans all the time so they'll make plans mm. and they'll kind of set it in stone and then she's super frustrated because her grown son you know, after they make all these plans and she's like, okay, ready to go. Then he always cancels last minute. She's wow. getting fed up. Um, what do you guys think? What should the parent do? I've had that. I, it's the worst. There was actually a couple friends um, that, I, that I can think of that did would do that same thing. And it was always last minute, but you'd expect it. Everyone mm. was in the first Sometimes you're already where you were going to meet up yeah, or something. You, yeah, or, or, you know, because it's California, you're already on the road because it, you know, you yeah, have to, it takes yeah, four takes hours to get out of Yeah, exactly. To, to get five miles away. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's always like, I always think that that's super annoying. How do you guys feel about that? <clears throat> what should the mom do? Write, write him out of the will? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think she should plan some better things. <laughs> right. Maybe that's if what he's, it is. If he's always canceling. Yeah. Maybe she's planning boring events. This yeah. is your fault. Victim shame. You have to come help write thank you notes, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. You're the parent. So I think be an adult and cancel things he likes, like birthday celebrations or <laughs> the any Netflix kind of account. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just be <laughs> an adult. Take him off the cell phone plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, from there, let's go to some random news. This is random news of the week. We'll start with, um, let's start with this random one. This is, oh, so, you know, we talk about pets and animals here, and we're all in agreement that, uh, you know, cats are better than dogs. We've all said that. No, we're so not. we don't even have to, you know, talk more about that because we're all in agreement. No, 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 you guys are more dog lovers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brett? Yeah. If I if it's between cats and dogs, if it was between cats, dogs, and iguanas, just in iguanas or all lizards, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd go maybe cats. If you throw iguanas in the mix, yeah. I might go cats, iguanas, and then dogs. Ooh, yeah, wow. What about tarantulas? Ooh, then I'd go. I would go cats. 
I'd go cats, iguanas, tarantulas, and then dogs. Wow. Yeah. You wouldn't go tarantula over iguana? <laughs> no, no. Wow. No, no. Okay. tarantulas are gross, but I think dogs are grosser. That's <laughs> a yeah, hot take. Um, no, I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I can tell Clark's seething with anger. Yeah. <laughs> Dog anger. He just snapped a pencil. I don't know what your <laughs> logic is that cats would be better than dogs. I don't, yeah, it's more, I just like. I've seen stories where a cat will like crawl into a guy's computer and just barf all over the computer <laughs> components, basically ruining them. I thought you were going to say, he goes on his computer and change all of his yeah. passwords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Piles his taxes yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> Logs in, looks at a bunch of cat porn, <laughs> leaves the browser open. <laughs> uh, so then you'd get caught and blamed for it the next yeah, day. Yeah. That dang cat. Well, so this uh, came out. Well, yeah, uh, he was looking at kitty porn. <laughs> oh. uh, somebody polled 2,000 pet owners, which seems like a waste of time, and 83% claimed that their dog or cat has a favorite sport that they like to watch on television. Sure. Yeah. Football was number one with 40% of the vote. Well, football like soccer or football like Americano? Americano. <laughs> the top five sports pets like to watch uh, are... Football, soccer, basketball, baseball, and golf. Uh, bowling ranked last, uh, followed by NASCAR. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. There we go. Those are some uh, television facts for you. That's probably how I would rank sports for me, too. Yeah. Mm. Really? No, soccer would be way lower. <laughs> the NASCAR? No, soccer would be above NASCAR. Thank you. Barely. Uh, barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's also reported that dogs tend to like uh, crime procedurals, cooking shows, and cable access of local town hall meetings, while cats tended to like action movies of the 80s. This is the dumbest study. <laughs> and horror films, which yet again proves why cats are better than dogs. Now, the last one I made up. Wow. The last stat. But, uh, all right, from there we go to a Japanese YouTuber who created a custom setup to allow his fish, his pet fish, to play Pokemon on his Nintendo Switch, <laughs> which is kind of cool. So, which um, is like their eyes? Well, no. So what he does is the the... The fish would control the game by swimming in different areas of the tank, which have been outfitted with sensors that simulate pushing the buttons on Maurice's Nintendo Switch. So that's how he would do that. But the problem was is that he set the system up to live stream the fish um, and uh, for, the, for the fish to play Pokemon Violet, the latest entry in the series. Um, and then from the home screen, the movement caused the Nintendo eShop to open on accident. Um, and the pet ended up spending $4 of its owner's money to buy points because it just, so yeah. so it's going back and forth and it opens up the uh, the eShop. <laughs> and then so he starts doing that. Now you're going to be like the pet, then the fish ran into a shiny Pokemon, which is insanely rare in those games uh-huh. yeah. and didn't catch it. So the guy probably just like committed seppuku. Well, what uh, he might have wanted to because the fish also then hit something that revealed Maurice's credit card information oh, on the live stream. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Fish managed to download an app to play Nintendo 64 games, spent reward currency on a new avatar, and uh, there you go. So the owner was not very happy about that. But the fish is currently living in its new home in a frying pan on Maurice's stovetop. Oh, so there you yummy. go. Yummy. Yummy. Well, there you go. That was yummy, and so was this show. This was a yummy episode of Not Good. Uh, thank you for joining for another week. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Clark. Thank You're you. Welcome. Yeah. What do you guys got to plug for this week? Just my bathtub. <laughs> Unplug the bathtub. Unplug the toilet. No. Blark, what are we doing? What are we doing with Blark? Yes, yeah, so you guys are part of Blark Industries. Brett yeah. And Clark. Yep. For new listeners of the program. Industries that was incorporated. 
Well, you tell me. You guys are the industry. The industry issues. sounds like it's like R and D, like research in design. Lament. <laughs> we're doing. Uh, what are we? We're doing some headlights, specialty headlights. So. Check those out on our e-store. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. And we shoot out the Batman symbol. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, there you go. And when will those be available? TBD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm patiently waiting for that. And thank you guys for checking out another episode. Thank you, uh, Nalo. Thank you, Unis. And we'll see you guys in a week. I love you.